G'day guys, this is Kerry from Precision Shooter and you are listening to the Trigonometry Show podcast. So this is one of the longer form interviews that we're planning on doing more of, catching up with guys involved in the industry, be it putting on events or importing and selling products or involved in the services in the shooting sports in some way or another. They're going to be pretty informal, uh, just to sit down and a chat with these guys and girls about what they do, why they do it. So enjoy, please pop on to the main website psnz.info, we'll have some more links and other details there, and uh, if you like it, share, and uh, make sure you tell other people about what we're up to. I recently headed down to the Tirata Medium Range Shooting Competition, put on by Gillis Practical Rifle Events. While I was there, I caught up with Graham from the Taranaki Long Range Shooters. Graham and I had a, uh, a good talk, a bit of a ramble about a bit of the history of what their group is and some plans for the future. So enjoy. So I thought since I was coming down here, um, it'd be a good opportunity to catch up with you. And um, we're both down here for the um, Simon Gillis's shoot tomorrow for at Tarata, but I figured he would probably be kind of busy the night before, so it probably wasn't appropriate to catch up with him. So I thought, yeah, we'll come down here, stay here, and um, have a chat. So um, I guess I'm assuming most of the guys, hopefully listening into this, will have a kind of an idea of who you are and what you do, but maybe just the condensed intro version. Yeah. So, your name is? I'm Graham Bishop. And you run? Uh, well, me and Casey run, uh, Casey Rook run Taranaki Long Range Shooters. So, I, um, obviously I think I've noticed in the last couple of years, there's been like this, this little mini explosion of the field style shooting and the gong shoots and everything like that, uh, which is awesome. It means now you've got these shoots around the country mm. you can kind of head down to. Um, what was sort of the the story behind, or why did the Taranaki Long Range Shooters start up? Um, funnily enough, the shoot we're doing tomorrow was the. So that was uh, oh, okay. That was the well, I, coming from a military rifle background, and then Casey said, "Hey, we should go along and shoot this thing at Tarada," and so I borrowed a firearm, semi-appropriate for it, off my late father-in-law, and. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, most of the competitions I'd done before that um, had been cowboy action shooting, a little bit of upset, just, just very, just just a bit of pistol shooting and that sort of thing. And so, so we we did that, and then we started shooting a bit more, and you know, going at six, seven hundred meters, and, and then we sort of talked for several months about maybe um, trying to organise some fun events for guys because mm. we've got access to several properties around Taranaki. Uh, and knowing that a lot of other guys didn't have anywhere to shoot, especially mm. with the fact there's no ranges in Taranaki anymore, bar right. two pistol clubs, and, and the main pistol club having a very limited rifle range. Um, and, yeah, and, and so we talked about it for a long, long time, and then I had jet lag one night back from a big overseas trip, and I couldn't sleep, so, <laughs> so I, I was just playing on my computer, got out, and I, so I made the Facebook page. So we'll just gauge some interest yeah. and see if we can meet some other guys and, and shoot some shoot some gongs and 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 I made it and I think gosh heavens what did I we originally call it uh, North Taranaki medium 
and long range field shooters club. It was really long. <laughs> But it, catchy. Yeah, yeah. No, they, 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 they never, it wasn't quite. It wasn't quite as as, as, as streamlined as TLRS has become. So that, that lasted about three or four months, and so we sort of, oh, well, you know, in, in about a, a couple of months, we had a hundred people. Yep. And then I started getting guys would contact me and and Casey, and we'd take them out just to, to my, my father's property up the road. We've got gongs out to six hundred meters and mm. and stuff, and then we sort of organized our first shoot like our, a big gong shoot anyway about three months four months into the yep into the, the venture i guess you call it and yeah and so we, we but, the, but the, between that we had to find enough targets you know because mm -hmm. we wanted to have a big selection of targets for yep. guys so we got a bit of sponsorship from a local company like egmont industrial gave us a bunch of sort of appropriate steel and we made stands and we spent weekends welding stuff mm -hmm. and figuring it out and then yeah we organized with the farm owner got the first shoot going and, and then it's we've done four since then so i um because we i mean i know through precision shoot i've got uh primarily i think we lead towards the precision rifle sort of mm -hmm. shooting stuff but we also have like multi-gun guys pistol guys as yep. well so for the guys who have traditionally shot on a flat range i guess how would you explain what the shooting is that we're talking about, like field shooting? How is it different? Uh, for the people who have never maybe come to one of these competitions. Well, for the competitions, yeah. well, Simon's one, he likes to make it hard for you. Yeah. So so you'll, you'll go to a stage and then go, oh, this looks pretty easy. There's just yeah. two targets over there and you're standing on a nice trap that's been fixed up by a, a backhoe. And then he goes, no, no, you've got to climb off the side of the <laughs> yeah, track. Yeah. You're you, not shooting on the track. Yeah, you've got to sit in a cow rut and, <laughs> yeah. and you're not allowed to use your bipod. You've got to put your gun on your knees. <laughs> So it's like a hundred meter target then yeah. becomes very hard because from my experience in the last two or three years doing this, most guys can't not shoot off a bipod. Yep. Um, and then he'll do a stage, you've got to stand and shoot your rifle. And we all like these heavy barrels nowadays. So yeah. <laughs> You suddenly regret that. Yeah, so yeah. He, I guess the idea with the Simon's things is to like imitate some hunting situations and mm. you might come across a, uh, a stag or something and you, you haven't got time to lay down and put, put your shooting mat yeah and dial on your phone and all this yep. you just you've got it you want to have that experience yep. to be able to shoot the target and that's that's the difference and you're not shooting known distances uh, you've got horrible wind up different gullies mm. um, and it's just it's good fun mm. i find static range can be can grow tiresome well i i think like up in Auckland when I sort of got into the rifle shooting and I'd been watching from for me a lot of stuff watching online obviously the the obvious one is I was watching stuff like PRS mm -hmm. shoots and that sort of stuff and I wanted knew I wanted to do long-range shooting but all I could find was f-class yeah and and going out and doing that and it, it I mean all respect to f-class because they're trying to I mean the oh, difference is yeah. they're trying to get these tiny little groups mm. you know going for that and I remember Simon saying to me, I was talking to him about, you know, trying to get these small groups, and he's like, yeah, but your, your target's going to be this big. So yeah. it's a, I think that's what trips people, a lot of people up. They think they need a gun that's going to, like, shoot a thumbhole-sized group. But the targets, I mean, Simon likes smaller targets, yeah. but there's still a healthy... Margin of error. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's not the biggest challenge. You're not comparing who's got the smallest group. It's mm. like you say, you're in a uncomfortable position and 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 a time limit i yeah. think it's a big thing a, for most a small guys. time limit normally yeah. too and then it's if you have one malfunction it just oh it's the it, yeah I, I think what's been great 
observe, and I've had it myself, is nothing shakes out your your gear setup and everything than having a time limit. And oh, yeah. guys suddenly like, oh, but this it's, if it's all relaxed, it's okay. Yeah, I shot a stage at Ochahonga, one of his events there, and one of my Tika mags didn't feed. Yep. You know, start, click, oh no, and then I'm like, I have to wait a little bit because it was at a dud primer, and What's it? <laughs> and then it was just because my the, the spring had slid out. Yep. Uh, off, you know, like they do in those mags, so. Oh, and then I, I lost a massive amount of points on the stage, well, on an easy stage. Well, I was zeroing today and I short stroked the yeah. bolt basically, so I didn't pick yeah. up another round. And, and that's quick. in a nice comfy and that's a, Yeah, and exactly, yeah. same thing. Yeah. And you're waiting, you know, yeah, was it a light strike, am I about to have a bang? And then you're like, oh, it's not even a round in there. Yeah. Which is normally funny, especially if you've got three guys behind you who have seen you that you've short, and they're all like, it's just going to go quick. <laughs> <laughs> So you mentioned you had a, a background in shooting or a background on firearms Yeah, we um, were talking about before. Uh, I sort of, oh, well, my wife's a very good small ball shooter since she was young and her, and, her, and her father and most of her family. And so I I grew up with firearms, like my grandfather had firearms. We just shoot rabbits mm. and, um, and slug guns. And then sort of didn't think much of it growing up. And then... I always had an interest in military, New Zealand military history and, and all that. And so I um, I ended up joining, I ended up starting bow hunting. That's how it all started, funnily enough. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. Compound bows, traditional yep. bows, I was right into that. And, and then I realised one day, um, I, I got a chance to go hunting with a, with a SKS and things with someone. And, and, I, and I shot several goats quite easily. Mm. Compared to the bow hunting, I had to <laughs> get very close. Get real close. And, yeah. and, and, and like, a, like a goat's an every easy target in Taranaki, but you add a bow in instead of a rifle, and it's quite hard because you've got to yeah. stalk them. So I thought, heavens, this makes hunting a hell of a lot easier. And so I, 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 I got my firearms license, and then I started seeing uh, Lee Enfields and Mausers and stuff, and I thought, oh, I do like military films and history. So... I started buying a few of these firearms, and then that led me down the a, a very expensive path of, of of collectible firearms. And so I joined the antique arms, and then I met a lot of interesting people, and we started doing shoots for the antique arms just a couple of times a year. And and then I ended up joining the pistol club for several years, and I started shooting cowboy action, um, dressing up silly, and yep. playing with six shooters, and and a little bit of Ipsic and silhouette and stuff. And then I sort of faded away from that, just back into military shooting, um, just for fun more than anything, because I because mm. I had my own ranges. Well, that was yep. the thing I had. I like at my father's. I've got 160 meter range. We right. dug a big boom. Yep. A and then this is over several years, and that led into the the precision yeah, field okay. shooting. Yeah. And was it? Had you seen other people shooting? Like the the longer rifles of a longer or what? not a lot. Like because that so obviously. With the military guns, you mm. don't have scopes. The yeah. guns that have scopes are sniper, sniper rifles, and they yeah. are very, very expensive. Like, yeah. you know, so I didn't really do much of that. Like, I had the old scope on 22s, but I shot a lot of iron sights. I shot standing up, mm. which is foreign to a lot of people. Yep. Especially with big heavy, yeah. heavy rifles. Um, yeah, and then, so I never seen a lot of it. I didn't, I didn't know about Gillis's events, mm. Simon Gillis's events, until. I just happened to start working yeah. with Casey, uh, and he was into a lot of hunting type rifles yep. and stuff. And then we, we just did that event, and that was the eye opener. That yeah. it was it was ten minutes down the road, fifteen minutes down the road from where I live, yep. and 
and it was I think that's the great thing though is the more you know I guess it's the one thing I say is the challenge we sort of have and and you'll know this as well it's the the it's putting the events on as the one logistical challenge and then it's letting the people know yeah that they'll get out and and see there well I didn't have social media no until I until I started working at with my current employer where I met Casey right so I I didn't have it until yeah. a couple of years ago. So that, and then that opened up a lot of things. Yeah, that has been yeah. fantastic for meeting other shooters. And well, it's the thing you can now see this. It's that it's it's almost like every little geographical area is ending up with their own little Facebook group as well. Yeah, um, which is sometimes the flip side is a challenge because you end up nearly posting the same thing in about ten yeah. different groups. Because there's, there's like thirty people who yeah, and they cross over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's that's another no, thing. Sorry. Um, most of the guys have come along to your events, though. Are they they're finding you through the Facebook? And and I suppose the other part of that question is, are, are you finding that they're like coming in from a competition side or a hunter side? Or uh, well, at the moment, like the first shoot, we got had thirty of us, so it wasn't yep. nearly as big as it is now. Um, mostly through Facebook to mm. start with, and then word of mouth. Yep. And then now we're trying to because we want to grow up more and get more shooters involved. Uh, we've got the website now yep. and so we're trying to push the website for guys who don't you, you know a lot of guys that they weren't not interested in Facebook uh, also some guys won't do it for privacy reasons so yep. they can go there but that's only just new yep. um, but even like we had a, we, we, we this had is a, where you need to tell everyone what the URL oh, yeah, is for Taranaki long range shooters <laughs> will find it but if you TLRSNZ dot I'm sure there'll be a link somewhere be related a link. to this anyway. But yeah, yeah so that's that's trying to now. Like we yeah. get we get like an average of so many views a day on that. Yeah. Lee would be able to tell you. But but word of mouth and, and the Facebook page. Mm. And then Yeah, and then we we're trying to do stuff like gun shows, local gun shows yeah. and, and and just to show people. And do you find most of the guys who, who head along to those shoots now, there was a second part of the question, like a hunting background? Are they they're shooting uh, before? A lot, especially in... there hasn't been a lot of these competitions. No. You've had Simon, you've had Shane was doing the gunslinger events and that. Yeah. We, had, we had a shoot with uh, Christian, was a Kuiper up at Andre's yeah. place up in Auckland. Which unfortunately, Andre's moved north, so that, that disappeared. So there haven't been a lot of field no. shoots. I'm sure there's been a lot of private guys going just shoot down yeah, the back of the private farm. stuff, but small. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the majority of guys in the early ones were, well, most anyway, were, were Taranaki guys. Yeah. Although we still get a lot from our town. but So they were interested in it, but they never had a chance to do it. Right. Um, like they just shoot clays or they just yeah. go out shooting goats and the odd deer. But they've always wanted to do it, and so a lot of them already had rigs tailor made to do it. But they'd only shot them at say 300 <laughs> yeah. meters. Or like a, a good a guy who's become a very good friend of mine, he messaged me in the early days, and he'd not shot past like 100 meters, mm. apart from a couple of goats. Came yeah. out to my place, we shot 300 and 500 or something, and then uh, a couple of weeks later, we went to tie happy and he was shooting a thousand meters. Yeah, you know, and he come from just shooting shooting goats with his R15, and mm. then he bought a bigger scope for his Tika and mm. got the hand loading, and he's now a very very good shooter. Mm. So, yeah, I'd say predominantly hunters, and the, but see, I'm not really a hunter. I'm a sports yeah. shooter. I get I get too excited. I mess my shots up when I go hunting. I need far more practice hunting. But when I shoot a gong, <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, I shoot ten times in the same spot. But well. But yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like my, I mean, I, 
I like to say to people, I occasionally hunt, but there's no way I'd call myself a hunter. Yeah, exactly. It's the same, is the yeah. same thing. I've, I've done it, and and you know, we uh, people might find that strange because I also run hunter education courses. Mm. But the reality is, for me, living in Auckland, unless you know some private land up there, you're not going hunting up no. there. You need to drive down Taupo or further yeah. to actually go hunt. So, for for me, it was also a way of actually I enjoy as much pulling a trigger and shooting guns as I do the hunting. Mm. And yeah, you get to, you can shoot the same target ten times in a row with the style of shooting we do. So it gets to go, but you get yeah. more bang, which I think for the hunting side is also more practice handling those firearms oh, definitely. and actually doing that trigger pull. So that yeah, I found we got a. I'm, oh, this is hunters, not us, but we. I find with a lot of guys, it's mostly we've got a lot of guys I work with hunt, and they, mm. some of them come out to shoot and they'll go, oh yeah, I've shot this big stag at four hundred meters, six hundred meters, blah blah blah, but. There's a hunter's version of 600 metres yeah. because they don't have a flash rangefinder. Yeah. And then they come out, you go, well, there's a target. It's at 604 metres exactly. Yeah. Or at 400 metres. And they can't hit a 24-inch a plate mm. because they've guesstimated the range. Yeah. They've had a lucky shot or yep. it's a really big animal, I'm not sure. And then, <laughs> But then it's like, oh, it all sort the of turns. stories always get Yeah, yeah it's, it's like fishing, well. I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Well, so I guess coming out and... and, and actually confirming um, I had a, a guy come out at the last shoot who wanted purely to do it so when he goes hunting mm. he can confidently shoot an animal at 600 metres and know he's not going to either miss or, yep. or maim it yep. and never be able to find it so confirming those distances and making a dope chart or because mm. like the ballistic apps don't always do what you think they're going to do no um, well, they're, they're like like everything, it's like especially especially those apps. It's that data you have to put into, and you need to understand what the data is yeah. you're putting in there. And and like you say, you need the ability to confirm. Yeah, because you don't know, you won't necessarily know something's set up wrong to you, like mm. loaded into right, pull the trigger, and it's completely. And then yeah. you go back and go, oh yeah, I forgot and, to change this. And, and a lot of guys who will take um, velocities off boxes. Yes. Yep. And then so they're always going, oh, yeah, it's 2,900 feet per second, where it's probably 2,700 feet yep. per second because it was shot out of a 28-inch barrel in the factory yep. in perfect conditions their and they're shooting a 16-inch. Yep. And, and so the, the, the guns I are I had exactly that last week. The guy, he saw we had the lab radar set up. We were yep. doing some load testing, and he's just like, oh, can I... He couldn't go forward to the firing line because they were shooting, and he's like, oh, can I try? He goes, oh, the box says this. And, yeah, it was about three 400 out. Yeah, it's, all, it's it always consistent. slower than they think it yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, well, it was marketing. You wanted to go for it. But it was, but it was consistent mm. to, you know, once he ran in through and, you know, said, oh, that's cool, right, so that's what we dial in. And, yeah, you look at the figures. If he wanted to go long-range shooting with it, there was enough of a difference that it would have been either, well, high, it would have been sailing underneath probably. Yeah. And when, where, where we shoot here, apart from today when it's been dry and dusty, it's, it's wet. <laughs> so a lot of the time you, you, you very rarely see your impacts. Yeah. They'll just disappear into the ground because yep. there's so much soil there. Well, that's it. Last, yeah. last time I was here, yeah, two years ago, which was the first one you did as well, I think it rained most of the day. Yeah, it, it rains most of, most of the all the time in Taranaki. <laughs> yeah. I'll, go, I'll go back after the weekend with like a sunburn. People are like, yeah, where were you for the weekend? Taranaki. <laughs> yeah, we, we've actually got this big mountain. Not, yeah. not many people have seen it before. <laughs> Driving down, like, yeah, there it is there. Oh. Yeah, uh, we don't actually normally have weather like this. It's been, yeah. it's been fantastic. Oh, we've been shooting like three, four nights a week. 
mm. just after work. It's it's the it's like you said. I, I said when I um, can I come down? I need somewhere to zero. Yeah, we just go out the back. We can well not out literally out the back, but mm. there's just you know around the corner we can go yeah. shoot. I'm like, yeah, well that's only one of the ranges oh. too. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the one that makes the least noise. Trees. <laughs> yeah, it's probably good if my brake. Yeah, yeah, well the other one's good because it's got a couple of gongs at two hundred and three hundred, but. Anyhow, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> at least I know. You run out of ammo. Yeah, I run out of Well, no, I loaded 100 knowing that I needed to run through a couple through to actually That's, I like the barrel that. up. Always have more. Wow. Because there is some unlimited stages. There's got some unlimited stages. That's why I'm, that's why I'm running 30-round magazines tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> My, one, of, one of the boys has bought a 60-round. I was like, nah, I'll look a bit silly if I'm walking around. So if I hear rapid fire around the corner, I know it's you guys. Just If I'm getting low on time, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not afraid of volume of fire. It's it served me well in the past. So it's an interesting... So you're, you're shooting a... Uh, yeah, I'm a, well, an, an AR-15 with yeah, a... Okay. 20-inch barrel. Because it's quite interesting because the, at these shoots you end up with quite a variety of firearms there as well from your semi-automatics to ARs. Mm. There'll no doubt there'll be a couple of AR-10s. There I will imagine. be several ARs tomorrow, which is yep. good because you don't always see a lot of them. No. And Simon seems, uh, what, sorry, he said that they generally don't have a lot of success. He said a lot of guys will either run the wrong ammo and it'll jam or they, um, he's, uh, I think a lot of people have getting those adjustable gas box and degassing them so they don't gas up running yep. a suppressor and then the, the gun's gumming up. Right. And then they have having feed issues and stuff. Yep. So yep. I, I've, I've actually purely built this AR because I think they're really cool. But I like, they're the modern sporting rifle to me. Yeah. I see them as the 303 of yep. the 1960s. Yep. They're, they're what, you can't argue with the numbers they're selling. So I'd no. like to do well in a hunter <laughs> class with this, with the modern sporting rifle. Well, and what's new, you're looking at the moment, like every other week, there seems to be a new cartridge design for the thing. So I remember well. the, the, and, the Valkyrie yep, two weeks ago. Yep. And they're, they're specifically being designed to stretch out the effective range of these firearms. It's fantastic. Um, and again, looking over to the States now, that even like the PRS now has the gas gun series. Mm. Um, and then coming from, it's, it's quite interesting, you've got these merging almost of these two different. Um, Worlds that you got the PRS introducing gas guns, and then the three gun and multi gun stuff is stretching out further with their AR oh, platforms yeah. as well. Instead of just up close, that's yeah. So so you've got guys who are shooting five six hundred in three gun yeah. competitions. So there's a stretch in between, yeah. you know. So well, and and the the technology is getting that they're oh, getting that fantastic. As well. You can. Uh, I'm, I'm, I haven't even started reloading yet, and I'm shooting. Well, I'm not. Just shooting paper groups, so I don't really yeah. do that. But it's shooting like nineteen mil groups. Yeah, just three three round ones. Yeah, but like it's yeah. If, if whoever cares, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, there's it's no statistically, reason. Statistically, uh, again, I'll just shoot more bullets. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just not paper. <laughs> um, like these hunter events at four hundred meters, there's yeah. no reason an AR fifteen. No, because they're nearly all sub minute guns now. Yeah. can't beat. A Remington. Obviously, if you turn up, say, your gun in the hunter class, it's gonna you're gonna have a little bit of an advantage off shot big scopes. When it's shooting right, but yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. the targets are 400 meters a lot yeah. easier. You, you've got a wicked scope. Yep. Um, so I'm just running a 12 power. Yeah. Um, and, and the nature of the shoot, the time limits. There are time limits, but they're um, generous enough. That yeah. You're not needing. Yeah. And and you're not double tapping yeah. like you would in in say Ipsic rifle mm. or stuff like that. The mm. scoring system it doesn't. Yeah. Do but I could put a 30 mil. I've got the brand new scope sitting in there. I could put a yeah. 15. I just it looks it's, it's as nearly as big as the gun. <laughs> but I, I I really want to push the AR platform yeah. and 
legitimise it in hunting. Yep. Because it is like, oh, they're so popular now for, we've got a, a goat problem in Taranaki. Mm. Like, you probably, do you see them on the side of the road when you drove down? actually, no. Oh, well, you're the first person yeah. ever <laughs> not to see any. I was probably too busy looking at <laughs> <in> the mountain. <laughs> yeah. But like, you'll, you'll generally drive through just before you come in Taranaki and you'll, you'll see hundreds of goats on the side of the road. Oh, right. And uh, they don't even phase when you drive past because yeah. they know you can't. No yep. one's going to do anything to them. Yep. Um, so for, for, for goat shooting, but also for all the shooting sports we're getting now, like these field shoots and yep. gong shoots, they're fantastic. They're yep. good fun, and, and we want to push more events for them. Yeah, and you'll see, I, I think that's what, and Simon does it as well. I mean, it's it's not like Simon does one flavour of event. He's actually oh, no. got three, four, Heavens, five no. different Ochohonga. events. Ochohonga. Yeah, exactly. The last Ochohonga, the, yep. the, the, the top team was stacked for AR-15s. Yep. Bolt yep. guns. I remember the last, at 400 metres, I thought, because I did the event before and wind affected me with my 223, so I thought, I'll take my 243. And there was an unlimited round count stage or something along those lines. At 400 metres, there was next to no wind yep. and no penalties for misses. Yep. So you're going up against AR-15s and they're going bang, hit, bang, hit. Yep. And I'm going bang, yep. hit, and then I shoot my fork, I change my well, bag. We, we had that one with this, yep. um, uh, but. It's a spinner, isn't it? Because mm. it's, yeah, it's yeah. a spinner. Yeah, same so thing. So same thing. I'm shooting it with my 308, and the, the I forget what the scoring was. It was 10 points, uh, like one one point per hit up to a maximum of 10, mm. or if you got to spin the whole thing around, then yeah. that was your 10 points. So with the 308, I missed it on one cycle, and I just couldn't quite yeah. get it to spin. But then there's another guy there for 223 who just basically... And the project and it's hardly move. hardly moved. It didn't it. move, so he just put ten shots down on it and cleaned the stage. Yeah, um, which is fine. That was sort of part of the idea of that that yeah. competition. I, uh, I, it's a shame that event doesn't happen anymore because that was just yeah, fantastic. Mm. That was so much fun. Well, I think also is is yeah, I, and I think you're going to see more of them where they're, they're crossing over like that. As there's the, it blurs that line between traditionally the precision rifle being the bolts and the ARs. Mm. You know? um, yeah, and, and the AR is becoming more affordable as well. Oh, that's that's yeah. the other part. Why, well, I just bought one. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can still you can go spend a lot of money oh, on yeah, AR. Yeah, you can get a side charger, yeah. you go left-handed, like you say, yeah. or you yeah, get... The affliction. Yeah, yep. but I'm, I'm, I am I'm like a, an affordable deal. Yeah. That's why I shoot Remington, hmm. you know, because it was, <laughs> for what I got, it was pretty good. But the AR, I went with Aero Precision, I dealt with NZR-15, Gave me all the stuff I needed. It was fantastic, you know. Mm. And and it still come in. I bought a lot of kit, and they come in very, very affordable. Yep. Well, my wife's not happy with how much money I spent, but they never are, <laughs> are they? I bought a twenty-two the other day. She didn't know about. <laughs> Nap till now. What are you? <laughs> oh, she's gonna find out. Yeah, well, it always does. But they're just they're good. Yeah. And they're so popular. Yep. They have the you, you can't do away with them now. They just sold too many of them. Mm. Yeah, which is which is a good thing. Well, but I, I think it also comes down to that, that whole thing as well as that modern sporting rifle. And it's I think the term got um, trashed a little bit because it almost got used in America as a way to not say AR or whatever yeah. it is. But the reality is it's just like the technology shifts. And it really is. You well, know? But, but it's, it's the thing though too, it's, it's not new technology. True. They were designed in the 50s True. by Eugene Stoner. They're old. Mm. <laughs> like, there are, you know, a lot of these bolt guns were shooting in more modern. Well, mm. most of them are Mausers, but so they're not that yeah. modern. But they're, they're not, and it's not a new thing. It's been around for a long, long mm. time. So mm. it's just they've become affordable yep. as, as well. Yep. And they've come to New Zealand. Mm. Yeah. No, I love them. I think they're neat. Oh, well, in saying that, I've traditionally been an AK guy. I've got an AK 47. Mm. AK 47. 
Um, and you're not going to turn up and shoot it with your AK? Oh, <laughs> I sort of went down the. Maybe path. that's another. Event. I went down the path of I thought I'd like I'd really like to compete against AR-15s with it, but then, yeah, because it's in five five six, so it's it's, right. it's reasonably accurate. Um, well, I was debating almost, and I, I wonder. I mean, it's a you got to be careful with the divisions of ending up with a division with like only two or three people in it, but. Yeah. Like I, certainly over in the States, you have the the LE or the mill division, which basically means it's the 223s, 308s. Yeah. And I almost think now, because it's like I'm still, I'm shooting a 308, mm. but now even I'd be hard pressed for a guy getting into his first rifle for what we're doing to actually go, oh, well, 308. Yeah. Gonna be. Uh, there, there's cartridges out there that will just do the sitter the being the 65 Creed. Uh, I, 100%. But I'd, I'd, it, I'd buy them. Yeah. So, so for a modern thing, it's like, all right, well, if you're going to start today, well, then that's probably it. But there's still, I think, a place for the 308s, 223, yeah. 5.56s, and those. Yeah. Um, because there's, uh, like you say, there's, it's not nostalgia, but there's a certain, I'm trying to think of the word, there's a lot of them around. There's a lot yeah. of guys, it's a good reason to drag one out. And it depends what you want to get done. Yeah. Like if you want to shoot volume, well, shoot 223, 5.56. And I also think if you're competing with other people who are shooting a similar thing, then it doesn't become as much of a, what cartridge you shoot? Oh, okay, well, that's going to be yeah. flatter shooting. It's just, well, we're all shooting something very similar. Now it's, how do we shoot? Yeah. You know? But the, the Creedmoor thing, we actually one of the one of the main guys who helps organise us now because it's not just me and Casey anymore. Yeah. Um, he bought one for his wife, Bagara. Yeah. It's like twenty hundred dollars. Yep. Full chassis. The the stock itself is aluminium too, not plastic like oh, the other okay. chassis rifles. Yeah. What a buy. Um, and he put a nightfall scope on it, and he's he's buying fifty round boxes of Hornaday ammo for one hundred and twenty dollars or something, mm. and it's shooting third minute of angle. Yeah. He's a good. He's a very good shooter. Yeah, yeah. He's a very talented shooter. Um, so that helps him, but and then he, I think he's I, I think he's selling his brass for a dollar a case too. So he's mm. collecting back fifty dollars from oh, that right. hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, okay. So this ammo is costing him seventy dollars <laughs> a box for third minute of angle ammo. Yep. And if, if that ammo stays at that quality, there's no reason to reload it. No, and that's I think that's it's been an interesting thing. Like I've reloaded for years, mm. but I obviously again watch. And we're, we're, with certain things, we're still a couple of years behind the stage, but you see for a lot of those guys now are still shooting factory ammo because yeah. it's gotten so good with the firearms they're shooting that there's no need to. Yeah, well, I, I, if, I, if I could buy it that affordable, mm. I would do it. Uh, to be honest, if I got into this style of shooting again now and knew, knowing what I knew now, I'd buy that same Bagara and I'd buy it in 6.5 Creedmoor. Mm. Like I went down, I was, bought a Remington, paid a fortune for a star. Yeah. And, did this and that, put a suppressor on it, and all these bits and pieces, mm. and then big long load development. You know, well, it's a, I should do load development at my house, so I yeah. just walk back yeah, and well, forth between it's the press. Not too. <laughs> so yeah. it took a week, yeah. but, <laughs> uh, but it's still I. The re, you know big recall uh, consumables yeah is high, yeah. Um, and whereas I could just buy that. Mm. Well, that's the, I, I've noticed because it's. You know, you, you had the you've got all the hunters who were getting into the field shooting. Mm -hmm. You've had the guys who, for lack of a better term, I hate, but wanted to be the snipers. So they've always been yep. had an interest yep. in it. But then I've also seen a lot of guys now who are, um, say, pistol shooters or three yep. gun, multi gun, and the like the Ruger Precision. They, well, like, it, oh, brings, can, it brings them over. Yeah, we can pick it. You can pick it up. It's just another thing that he adds to a yeah. safe. Oh, it's another competition. Yeah, I and, can go and shoot. it's got it's got the safety like an AR fifteen, yeah. AR fifteen ergonomics because the parts interchange. Yep. Um, 
It's well, I think, I think that's been the, the another blurring of the lines is, yeah, same like my chassis, the XLR element. Mm. It's the same thing. It's like it, that line between, it's just the action now that's different. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the accessories are going to start bolting onto, you know. Which is, I, I love it. Yeah. It's like, like with people who they buy Sarcos and then they can't get any parts for them. Mm. Or they've got to buy like rails that are only Sarco make and stuff. Yeah. Whereas get, you buy a Remington and you can... Everyone makes everything. Yeah. You get a Night Force rail for hundred ten dollars. Well, that's that's when um, now who was it recently? Savage brought out their ten twenty two killer, mm. and the only thing, the only issue with it, of course, is that it's not a ten twenty two. Yeah, because it doesn't have all that aftermarket, yeah. and and there's certain things like the, now the um, tickers or tickers, there's more stuff coming through for them, and it's. Yeah. I think America has realised that those are shooting quite well as well, so they're you know so there's more chassis development for that. So yeah, um, I'd love to. I've got a 243 I one day plan to do stuff with. Yeah. I'd love to put a chassis on it. Yeah. A new barrel maybe. And hey, it's, it's a way you can have a pistol grip without it being an endorsed firearm if it's a bolt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, the, yeah. I, I know, but that's, that's what I look at. I yeah. look my room it's a pistol grip on it. And I'm like, what the... Anyway. I'd still weld a bar back to the stock. <laughs> just so you're just, I, I actually like that. Because like it's a bit more rigidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So you can ride your rear bag on as well. Yeah, nah. It's, the, 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 those precision guns, those, whatever you want to... The Ruger Precision, the Howard yeah. HRC, the Tika, which I haven't shot one of those. They're fantastic for bringing guys into the sport. Yeah. Like even like hunting, our, our local hunting and fishing used to see nothing like that. Mm. You're lucky if you're seeing an AR or an old SLR. Yep. Now you see they've got the Tikas, uh, the Savage BAs, yep. some of the, the 6.5 ones, those are fantastic yeah, guns. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Rugas and all these things are coming in now and they're selling. Yep. Same with our, the main shop who sponsor us, Magnum Sports. Yep selling these firearms and they're moving off the shelves now. Mm -hmm. Whether that's got anything to do with what we're doing, but they just become so popular. Yeah. And they're affordable. Well, I, just, I listened to the uh, recent podcast, uh, Precision Rifle podcast, Rusty and the boys out of Aussie, and they're at Lithgow. Yep. So Lithgow, the LA 105, I think it mm -hmm. is, they're about to release, is it comes uh, standard in a variant, not of a XLR, yeah. no, of a KRG. Which, is, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so it's just, a, it's like I say, a great time. I'd love a Lithgo too. I, I love the idea of supporting the Australian gun industry, which is so muzzled by an yeah. oppressive <laughs> government. Uh, sorry. Um, well, they are. And well, sorry. All right. So we had, the, we had the, which we didn't get to shoot, and I've got to go pick it up because I've still got this, this 22 ammo test to do. But mm. yeah, we were able to grab one of their 22s, the yeah. Lithgos. Oh, they're one, um, of, one of our, our HSC guy, yeah. Cool Wayne. Yeah, that's not. It's, it's kind of his name, but anyway, he he's got one. He, yep. He's an ex-Australian who doesn't yep. like Australians, but he, he, he likes Australian firearms. Right, um, and he's he got one. It's fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you can get bigger mags. That's what all I'd want because I'm not a fan of five rounds. Mm. Do they take CZs? I don't know. Yeah, I think the the two two. Yeah, the two two yes. LR. That's, see, that's, I, believe see, that's, I believe it takes. A CZ I would like mags. one. Yeah, uh, whether I can justify the extra money over like a CZ or something. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, well, see, nice so, so for my my challenge, become lefty. So there's a they do a left-handed. Oh yes. So I've got that. I've got the CZ, or I've got the Savage. Yeah. Is um, it must make your life hard? Only because I decided I want to shoot left. Yeah. So you you have shot right. Um, the old military no, rule. Just, it just does. Oh no. But I'm just, yeah. The next year or so, I want to force myself to actually shoot some right mm -hmm. as well. Just. 
one just so that occasionally I pick up like I um uh, Keith lent me his R8 and three three eight and yeah. the um GRS GPS GRS stock. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It's actually like one of my dream guns, but of course it was right-handed. He's got a lot of dreamy guns. Oh, he's got he? a lot of <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of dreamy guns. Yeah. Um, but so he lent it to me. But yeah, it was the those stocks are not at all ambidextrous. Mm -hmm. It's just uncomfortable. So I just want to at least so if, if someone goes, hey, you want to shoot at that, that I can get comfortable. Yeah, and actually enjoy it. Do it. That'd be a fun stage thing too. Yes. Shoot, shoot wrong-handed. Yeah, so we did, um, like our 2-2 shoot, we yeah. forced the guys to go off, which everyone's like, oh, how practical is this? It's like, it's not, it's a competition. <laughs> I, I think that's a, that's a no, different... It, it so, could be practical, you <laughs> might injure yourself. You might, you <laughs> might. One of our guys, he's, he sure. busted his True. Uh, yeah. I, I guess it's one, one difference between, like, the approach to the competition. Like, Simon's always been very, um, you know, does it relate back to hunting? Mm. I don't hunt a lot, so I'm, I'm probably coming, like, I've done Ipsic Pistol, yep. three guns, so I'm almost coming from that where it's more just competition. Of course you shoot strong hand, weak hand, yep. one hand, weak hand with pistol. It's just like, that. so when I did that stage, it's like, that's just a weak hand pistol stage but with a rifle. It's fun. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. And but but people realize they they actually shoot not as bad as they think mm. offhand I've, as well. I used to do a bit. Flip side, yeah. Um I haven't done it a lot. Since I've actually started shooting long range and medium range and modern yeah. sporting rifles like my standing and all my bizarre things I used to do have suffered yeah. because I Well it's a, I don't do enough positional shooting. Yeah. It's a thing. I think for a lot of guys if they just did three P or four P Positional shooting as a rule basis. That's the, the NZDA yeah. style shooting. But, well, whether regimen or just standing, just, you know, just, just stand, yeah. kneel, sit, yeah. and do that stuff, yeah. and and instead of spending an entire range on your stomach shooting on a bipod yeah, or well, a rest I, I it. shot a competition, another one of Simon's ones, yep. and tie happy, and I took my Tika in two two three. It's got a nine power scope, no dials, nothing, just mill dots. Knew it was shooting and. I was shooting reasonably well, and then they were, I was getting sort of caned on some stages because the guys are running. A lot of guys with um, two sixties over there, yeah, um, all suppressed. They tell me that makes it good for poaching, but <laughs> anyway, that's what they told so me. I've heard all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what they do. But no, but they're all running night forces and big yeah. scopes on a lot of stages. I'm I'm doing all right, but they get yeah. me. And the, but then there's, there'll be a couple a standing stage, yeah, and I'll, I'll hit all the standing targets and yeah, uh, or something like that, and. I make up a lot of points. Well, I remember, uh, I'm trying to think what comp it was. It might have been at one of the deer stalkers. I remember it was Henny and Natalie, and they've done a lot of ear gun. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're they ex exceptional lot. shooters. They're exceptional <laughs> shooters. And it was, we were scoring it, and the crazy thing is, is that um, Natalie was, her score was almost increasing as she was going up. Mm. From from sitting to kneeling to standing, that's, but that's bizarre, isn't it? That's fantastic. It was hilarious. And we yeah. were just like, oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a good idea to get guys off the ground. Oh yeah. Because if if we go back to hunting again, we're not particularly hunting orientated, me and you. But a lot of guys are, and you're not if you're not going to be able to always lie down. Well, all, all the animals I have shot have been hasty positions. Yeah. Well, I. Actually, that's what they I've shot. They I've only ever shot three deer. Two were lying down, one was standing up. Yeah. Um, but well, no, I mean, but what, were you in a prone position with your bike, uh, or were you just suddenly on a tree? The or? first, the first one, I missed the deer. <laughs> right, I missed an easy shot. Yeah. And we walked up over the ridge, and they were there. And I thought so I, I sort of crawled over, and I managed to hastily shoot it prone. Right. Very poorly, and not a, like a bad shot too. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to pretend I shot it well. 
It's called the Texas Hard Shot. Oh yeah, all right. It. But it, yeah. it ruined it. But it was yeah. just. But unfortunately, it ruined most of the deer. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I shot, bloody just not a very good shot here, but it dropped it. And then I shot another one ten minutes later, which went well. But it's and so actually the it's best, the best hunting, one doesn't always... was my standing shot. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was like a clean just behind the, yep. the shoulder. But uh, luckily, I have usually hunt with guys with a lot more experience with me. They yep. can give me a hand with it all. So well, so I mean, going back to the conversation. Yeah. So no, no, no it's just, <laughs> but I guess it was something I was just thinking of. And it's it, we talk a lot about the equipment, and mm-hmm. you get guys who are into shooting into firearms. They'll start running through cow and everything like this. I think like I get um, asked a lot or I encourage guys a lot to get out to a competition and they'll often say, oh, I'm not ready or the gear's not right or whatever it is. And I'll always tell them, it's like, don't, don't let that be the thing that stops you because you'll, there'll be guys out there tomorrow, there'll be guys out there with some very high-end rigs that mm-hmm. shoot really well yeah. and doing it for a long time and, and understandably they, are, they will be up at the top of the competition. Yeah. But for me, that's only, that's such a small part of the competition yep, is the competitive part. The, the rest of it is that social realm. In fact, I'll be out meeting new people and new shooters. So we all know we've got an instant mm. interest and an instant language that we're going to be able to talk. And there'll be guys who have got very cheap setup. They'll literally turn up with their hunting rig. Yeah, which, which, might which there's, nothing, still, and oh. there's nothing wrong with that nowadays. You, no. Like we were talking about earlier, you can buy a taker. Yeah. And you can... And the, but the, the thing is, still, some of those guys are still very competitive because oh, they know heaven, their guns. Heavens, yeah. And that's one thing I'm, I'm big on shooting a lot. Yep. Like, well, it's easy for me. Yeah. I, I live on the gun range where we yep. do our events. So, um, you keep reminding me of this and it just gets me more, you can, more you can, We've got spare bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but, no, but so I go and I'll, I even sometimes I'll, no one's coming out. There's usually someone coming out, but I'll just walk around and shoot magpies. And, yeah. And like I'll, uh, the magpies are so crafty now. I have to shoot them at three hundred right. meters, you know. So, and volume of fire, I find, is getting out and shooting. Yeah. And that goes back to that hunting thing. A lot of hunters I've grown up with and stuff. They go, "Oh, I've only shot four rounds this year or one yeah. round." So they walk around for days on end, and yeah. then they might shoot a really nice stag, but it's generally close. But then they have a longer shot. It it, it turns to mud because well, just don't they don't, don't practice. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the easy show, oh, here's my box of ammo and it's all, it's going green because it's yeah. been wet a hundred times and it's never been shot. Yeah. Um, well, so uh, I guess, and uh, I suppose what my point was as well, is don't let the fact that you might not be the guy who wins a competition oh, stop heaven, you coming heaven, out to a no. competition. I mean, I, the last, the, I went to the Alpine long range shoot and I came dead last, mm. which is kind of funny because I run this website about long range shooting. I came Doesn't dead mean last. you have to be good at it. No. We in, mean, in fact, me and Casey I'm do so, this and we miss all, we're terrible. <laughs> in fact, but I'm it's so fun. busy doing the, the website and all the other stuff, I don't get to shoot as much. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just encourage guys like your competition, Simon's competitions, when we hopefully get them more of them going up Auckland just to get out because it's just um, it's just a, a good social event and there's no better way at getting better than getting out shooting yeah and surrounding yourself by guys yeah. that you know well the amount of guys I've met in the last year who are now good friends so you not I'm not just hanging out with them yeah. in firearms related events and yeah, yeah like it always comes up you know oh, you're always talking about it but. It's, I've met really good people, and Phoebe thinks it's weird because I, I meet a lot of my friends on the internet nowadays, which is always what we got told not to do. <laughs> but it's just how it's worked out. Because yeah. with this Facebook group and everything, yeah. and, and then, like you say, you, you get out. My first competition, I brought two, four, three off my father-in-law. Yeah. Um, with nine power scope, I didn't do very well. Didn't know how to read wind. Didn't 
I just couldn't dial it. Yeah. And, and like I had some targets, but yeah. <laughs> but then I thought, shit, I want to get better. Yeah. And I thought I'll, and then I, I built a, a flash-ish gun. Yeah. And um, and that's the thing, and and we've even found through shoots is that yeah, there's always guys generally, and there's always exceptions, but the majority of the guys who are the very good shooters are more than happy to to help you out. You oh, know? definitely. Um, They'll let you shoot their, their, their rifles, yeah. tri-scopes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's the sort of thing I've sort of noticed, and it, you hear a lot of it out of states, and it becomes almost this cliche, but the guys are so friendly. And I think part of it is because we're, we're shooting firearms, which are sometimes could be considered a bit of a... Um, I was going to... Persecuted is not the right term because it's this horrible, but it's this niche thing. We are our own little Taboo. clip. To, yeah. yeah. So when you've got other guys that say, oh, you actually you like this as well? Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, right. I can just actually freely go, yeah, I like to enjoy shooting guns. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, sweet. So you, you get into it and, and the guys will, yeah, be more than willing because it's, um, I don't know, I, I think I think they're really good shooters as well and I've noticed it with Simon. Like, the first time, when I shot at Torado, the first time I shot his tank trap. Mm-hmm. So he was there behind me, flooding around for camera. No pressure, I've just got you behind me for the camera and taking photos, but that's all right. I do it to everybody else. Um, and he shoots it and he's all done and he's, when when I was sort of finished and, and I was standing back and the next person shooting, he basically came up and he said, all right, you're all cool, you're cool. He goes, would you like me to tell you how you should have probably shot that? Yeah. And and then he did it. I mean, he explained it. And then we had a, I think, I think in the squad ice, we had quite a young, inexperienced shooter with us. And I think we were just like, all right, because it was, it was going to go real, let's just try this, mm. you know? And because... He wasn't going to be in the top ten, so let's like make make it as easy for him as he yeah. got him hooked, you yeah. know. Um, and then you you learn, and then next time you know, then you go, all oh, right, now we can figure out a better way to do this and a better yeah. way to do this. So. Yeah, and he might even come away from it and go, I'm going to I'm going to go and practice that, and yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to beat these guys next yep. time. And yep. And I think I think a healthy rivalry. Like I'm not a very competitive person mm. at all, um, which is ironic because then I put competition up, but I just don't. It's not what drives me, yeah. but at the same time, I enjoy hitting stuff. You know, mm. it's, yeah. it's uh, I, I, I like to compete with myself. Yeah, I, I like. Hey, it's cool when you're doing well. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. <laughs> especially if, especially if you're doing well against good shooters. Yeah, yeah. you know, because well, it sort you know of justifies that... the large ammo bills. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's 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 fun. That's why I do it. I don't do it for. Well, prizes. Well, well, never, we, I've never won anything. Well, now, we don't. About it. In, in New Zealand, is still the case. There isn't a professional circuit, and one day there may be. And if mm. there is, it'll be good. It, part, it'll be good partly because the mean there's a hell of a lot of shoots on. Yeah. But it'll also yeah. it'll change the nature of the shooting as well. But I mean, at the yeah. moment, like yeah. Simon's shoots are great. The prize is generally the box of chocolates, and they've got to be eaten. That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. It's and like we've both done. I think you do the draws. Rather than yeah, yeah, spot prices and draws. And... So yeah, which again for us was great because the we had a um, the guys at um, Outdoor Sports gave us a Lithgow for one yeah, or two two shoots, yeah. and now that's been the guy who won it. Realistically, probably didn't need another firearm, but <laughs> it's now it, he was basically going to give it to his son as his first oh, wow. rifle that's to shoot. Great, yeah. So he's like, it's going to be perfect for that. It's I can set it up for that. So I'm like, yes, that's exactly what yeah, you want. It lasted for his whole life. That yeah. yeah, and it didn't need to go to the person who came first because they're shooting the Sarkos or the Anschlusses. That, or those that's what I mean. Anyway, yeah. they don't. Yeah, you know, so yeah. they don't need the gear. Um, no, yeah, and then it might just sit in the cupboard, whereas some yeah. young dude might win it. He might be shooting with a JW15, which yep. don't actually shoot terrible. Yep. But if you know, imagine going to a Lithgow, that'd be just 
Mm. And it might be, like I said earlier, it might be what hooks them onto shooting. Well, the, the thing of, like, the, the, the different walks of life, mm. like, we've got doctors, we've got civil engineers. Yep. Uh, we do, me and Casey are from an oil and gas background. Yep. Um, Operations farmers. managers. Yep, we've got... Nurses. All sorts of people, yeah. Farmers, yes. Ev- ev- like, everything. Yep. Um, and we're able to draw on a lot of those skills now, people who have become involved mm. in organizing with us and lending us a lot of their time which is fantastic but yep. so we got like 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 um like lee he's he's a oh, draftsman something he's flung flash <laughs> thing <laughs> but he, he's fantastic so he, he does our website and he does yeah. it like he's not an it guy yeah he's a chicken nugget specialist that's i can tell you that much don't need it don't need it that out right. chicken nuggets <laughs> but, okay right yeah, yeah but and then we've got Everything like we've got, well, me and Casey we build stuff, so we build targets yep. and got like cool Wayne, he does safety for us. HGC, he, like he's HGC of a manager yep. in New Zealand of a rather large company, so yep. he's he, and well, uh, that, yeah, all sorts. That, well, that's the same thing, and, and it's been godsend for what we've been doing with, yeah, with Matt, who does a lot of our um targets and made yeah. the most elaborate 22 target in the world with that revolving. I really want to play that, uh, yeah, just <laughs> must be a nightmare to cut around. Yeah, well, luckily we were lent the uh, four-wheel drive uh, to Atara, which I did not want to... I was thinking about, I do not want to carry that down. He's like, hey, I've got... The guys lent me this. I'm like, damn right. Nice, nice. That's good. Um, but, yeah, same thing. And like say, so we've got a, we've got a um, land surveyor um, for, yeah. for doing, you know, cone of fire and stuff like yeah. that. But, like, same thing. We did a shoot and one of the guys helping out, I suddenly... I started going through the first... I got my first aid cert and he said, oh, I'm a paramedic, man. Mm. So... I've got my entire rig there. If anyone has an issue, yeah, you're in the best hands. There's no, yeah, you know, yeah, we're the same. My wife's a nurse. Yeah, um, uh, but I think what's what cool is, yeah, you sit down afterwards around a table and talk to everyone, and you can talk the whole time about guns and shooting and everything. Mm. But at some point, other stuff comes out, and so like, yeah, what do you do? And it's just so, yeah, it's so wide. Yeah, from manufacturing through to medical, through to lawyers, through to you know. Mm. There's always normally there's a few military ex or involved in yep. some way floating yep. around as well. Um, I, like I said to you, I would love to get more police along to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we, we get a couple. Yep. Um, but we generally don't tell everyone because people no. get a, people get a bit thin, I, like they're yeah, going to be yeah. they're going to be watching that. you. But yeah. But like pe- people got to remember that they're just they're people too. They're not a robot. And, and <laughs> this is like yes. to get, trying to get too political, but no, no. just because they're in the they don't agree with like the police union who are saying anti-gun. They yep. don't. No, that's not them. I think that, that that's purely I, a political grandstand. Yeah, I think people forget sometimes that they're actually yeah that the yeah. police association is not the police. No, and they are having falling memberships. And they, yeah, to, and yeah. and they're not you know they're not always completely like representative bodies. They're not always completely representative. No, I, I, yeah, they're a bit so. have. But yeah. anywho, um, but yeah, so the the wide um, variety of people. Oh, it, and it, it, it's it's great. Yeah, it, it's it is great and. And like you say, as you build a community to work together to, to do the stuff, it makes it so much easier because people have got, certain, they might have connections with yep. certain people and then we get support from local mm. companies. Uh, NZ Guns and Hunting Magazine have been fantastic with us too. I've noticed, because I've noticed that because he's, yeah, I, he did the, because he's, yeah, you got the article in there. How did that happen? Did you know? I just messaged them. Oh, I, okay. I found yeah. a lot. I found a lot of things. I just asked people. Yeah. And and pretty much everyone, apart from a, a major retailer who I won't name, has been very, very, very supportive of what we do because <laughs> they're interested in growing 
shooting sports. Yeah. And then the other ones is like a big oil and gas company who they're not interested in promotion, but no. they operate in the same areas of us. Yeah. And and so we pitched safety to them. And who, who, guys who work in oil and gas, the, the safety is... Uh, out of control. <laughs> so, yeah. so what you're getting everywhere else in the country now with permits and HSC plans, we've had for 20 years. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're getting yeah. a little bit of what we do because yeah. obviously um, if, if something goes wrong in what we do, um, you, you blow yeah. up the whole of Taranaki because yeah, yeah. it's just one big gassy yeah. place here. So so we pitch them and they go, it's first aid kits, flash yeah. headphones and all this stuff. Well, I think from a health and safety point of view, I think the thing is, is obviously there's two things. You know, the more people who are shooting, it's better for the guys who are importing and selling firearms. Definitely. Stuff. Yeah. But on the other side, and we've had like, um, you know, early in the piece as well, we had a plasterboard company. Yeah. Basically. Yep. Um, who he makes? Here's there tomorrow. Yeah, I'll introduce him. He, he was a keen shooter, wasn't he? He's a keen shooter, but he owns and everything. And but I think the other thing is, is, is it goes back to like what we were saying about like the community is quite strong with between firearms owners. That if even I will still do it if I know that it sounds strange. He makes a really good coffee, but I know there's a barista in town who's a shooter. Mm-hmm. Now I have dealings with him anyway, but I also like going there for my coffee because I know he's a fellow shooter. Yeah, fantastic. So there's this whole thing is like. Shooters do like shooting, uh, supporting other shooters, mm. even in their businesses. Definitely, you know, it becomes like the Freemasons his own little little. Yeah, we don't have a secret handshake, but you know, not yet. It works. Yeah, very awkward. Um, yeah, so but the, that's the other thing. So I think there is not that this is going to turn into a big sponsorship pitch, but I think for companies who are not necessarily selling shooting products. It's just like, yeah, well, there's a group of people. They've already kind of indicated they've got, if you really want to go into marketing, they've got a discretionary income because they're mm. shooting, and it's yeah. not a cheap sport. No. no. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, I oh, mean, we've, we've, we're, we put out a thing the other day because the barbecue we use has uh, met an unfortunate end, and, and then we've potentially got, an earth moving company might be sponsoring us with a with a oh, good barbecue yeah. potentially, and we'll just work out a. Yeah. We might like have a banner up for a couple of years yep. at all our events or something. Yep. And that they're the same. They operate in the same areas as us. They mm. do a lot of work around here. So. Well, as if. And, and they don't shoot though. No, and but the. But, but they're like, interested. Well, it's like I went. I was putting some posters up up in Auckland for one of the events. Actually, for related, but mm. it was a hunter education course we were doing, and I was getting a. I was trying to find the world's smallest Allen key for a Leopard. Oh, um, yeah, I remember this. The yeah. world's smallest Allen key, which we found and bought a couple and gave Matt one and I've hidden one away because he's going to lose his. Hmm. Um, but I went into a, it wasn't a Blackwoods, but an engineering place. Hmm. And I, they didn't have it, but I walked out and I'm like, hang on a minute, turn around, grab the post, showed the manager and said, can I put this up here? I reckon some of you guys would be interested in, I reckon there's a crossover with your customers. Yeah. He's like, yeah, of course, of course they are. Hmm. And they don't have a, they've got space, so they can put it up. It's relevant to their yeah. customers. So. Yeah, because some, some companies avoid the um, of course. forearm thing like the Well, I, yeah. I talked to the guys, uh, it was at Bunnings. I happened to run into the area manager yeah. at Bunnings, and I knew it was going to be the case because it, it was just not going to fit into it. But certainly the smaller independents or the real certain areas, yeah, they're like, yeah, no problem mm. at all. Yeah. So I, I think that's always the big challenge for me mm. is how to get into in front of more, not necessarily non-shooters, but guys who may not know the competitions are going. Yeah. I mean, so. we've, we've even had like large outdoors firearms mm. companies not interested in putting our posters up too, which has been bizarre. Mm. But then like 
the smaller ones who do work with us are all for it. You know, they'll put them yep. all over the shop and they'll, yep. and even we put them up in engineering workshops and, yeah. and stuff. Um, I don't know. I won't get it done this year, but next year I might have the wall planner done. <laughs> that's a good idea. Well, that's what I need. I need one because <laughs> I've got so many shoots and stuff. Yeah. Especially now that we're... Well, yeah, if you want to ramp up to the point where you potentially... Well, that's, well, that's the thing because we're, we're going to the point now that like it's, it's started as me and Casey and then... Like we met a bunch of, well, and then several friends helped and different helpers come and go, but we've got like a, a core group now. Yeah. And then you got the other side of we got income coming in from shoots and this and that. So we've, it's going down the route where it will form a incorporated society. Yep. It'll be a club. Yep. And so the idea is to, there'll be a membership and you can and try and grow it to the point where yeah. it's, because we don't have a lot here in Taranaki. But I Especially think, in modern shooting. Yeah, and I think the more that groups can establish themselves as sporting bodies, it legitimizes what we're doing. Because, well, it doesn't... No, I sound like it's not legitimate. It is legitimate. We are doing... We're a sporting... Yeah. ...event, course, whatever it is. So it's just... Uh, yeah, mm. I think that's still the thing, though, is that, that little hurdle people will have it's for the non-shooter. Guns, weapons, they all mm. just, you know... So, yeah. No, we just... It's a sport. Yeah. I think... And also the one thing... Going as a club, it gives us opportunities to get more targets because yep. obviously you've got a little bit of an income stream for the club, yep. and then but then you also have things you know liability things become a lot easier, and mm. um, you can apply for grants. Yep. But the ultimate goal would be to find somewhere where we can buy or lease somewhere mm. to put a range in a permanent right. range. Um, unfortunately, our councils here, yeah. two out of the three, are very not that interested. They, yep. They're well, that's still it, it. It's still inter for what we're doing, which is the longer range stuff. That's always a, the challenge. You know, oh, it's, hard, it's something you mentioned. It's something I was looking for. Auckland. Instead of having that locked into one place, is the idea of several yeah. floating around. Yeah, and then you're not annoying the same people. Yeah, if one turns custard, even because it might turn to custard four days before an event. Yeah, you can. Well, it's going to be a couple of busy days, but we'll transition to. Yeah. 10 miles well, down the road. Or change your ownership or a new development yeah. or something happens. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the, the guy with the farm we use, he's fantastic, but yeah. he's in his late 50s. Yeah. He probably worked forever, to be honest, but he might retire in a year. Yeah. And we might be booted off. So we had to. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, it all shuts down for a year. Yeah. Um, I think the big thing for, especially for some of the guns that we're shooting, because it's. So a lot of guys are running suppressors, but mm -hmm. a lot of guys are running brakes, and yep. we are we are at the noisy end of the spectrum of firearms. The notion of moving it around so that we want to do this, there's a large group of people that want to do it, but we're just aware we're not going to be doing it in your backyard every single time. Yeah. We're shooting around, so once twice a year, it's it's something. Well, like, oh, yeah, okay, we, yeah, e right. even four. So we've done four this year, which yeah. you're like, oh, that's only four days in one year, but that's so it's every three months. Yeah. You got we like usually announce six month uh, six weeks before the event. Yep. Give guys because guy we get guys from Wellington, Auckland, yep, um, teams all over the place. Um, half of our shooters are from out of Taranaki, mm. um, so we, we want to give them plenty of time. Some guys might take a Friday off and yep. and blah blah blah. And then we've got so that's six weeks and there's fluffing around. You got to talk to the landowners. You got to talk to all the neighbours around because I like not that not that I have to tell them, but I tell them because it's the right thing to do yeah. because. Courteous. You know, we want to be good people to our neighbours because they have to live next to them. But um, 
And it ends up a lot of work, and then there's always target repairs, and then people always shoot the rimfire targets with high power guns, and so there's always there's always <laughs> a, a there lot. seems to be a bit of an ongoing trend for these comps, yeah. and guys. It, 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 there's just going to be people. That, just need that's to why there has to be a separate rimfire range, to yep. be honest. Um, but so there is a lot of work, and then we still work full time. Yep. Um, and but as I said, we're getting a crew of guys now who put in a lot of their own time, and it's a, for no real reward other than the satisfaction of doing it. Yeah. And, and, and getting to do a bit of shooting, so that's made it a lot easier on us. Like this last shoot, we were on a shutdown. Whether everyone knows what that means, but big power station shut down. We couldn't take the Friday off, me and Casey, which we'd normally do. Right. So we had a crew of guys out here who who know where everything is, setting up targets all day. You know, I, I turn up. I had to go and put the 50 cal up that night and then turn up and it's all done pretty much, you know? Yep. It's it's fantastic. I don't have to worry about... Yes. You know, I don't have to cancel the shoot otherwise if we can't set up... Tar- <laughs> or we'd have to work through the night or something we ridiculous. Night, and then yeah. you're on big hills and you crash your motorbike. Yep. So. Yep. And then you're knackered, which I learned for like, even the 22 shoot we did for other reasons. Though. I was up late and you're just like, oh, God, it's a, yeah. it's a long time the next day. But we've, we've got a lot of plans. Like, well, a lot of stuff just floats through your head, but... yeah. Um, like obviously, like the sh- the shop. It's kind of like a lot of it comes to that speed stuff, kind of similar to pistol clubs. Yeah. Um, but a bit less, but less formal as well. But then a lot of the pistol club guys are super excited about some of that mm. stuff too. But but more co- like maybe we've even been discussing like maybe like an annual or a biannual like big competition, like maybe involving even you. This mm. is the first time pitched to you, Simon. I don't know. Yeah. And having like a big, we find somewhere we can do a big. Like the Vortex Mountain Challenge, mm. like on a big station out the back of Taranaki, where there's still a few big farms. You know, we can have yep. a, a big something to rival those events down south. Yeah. Would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Because there's enough shooters here. Yes, and people will, will. I mean, you've got obviously for that you've got to drive a little bit further inland, and the further inland in Taranaki you go, the weirder it gets. But <laughs> which is the great thing about this range is that it's, it's, it's five minutes from the coast. Yeah, um, which is quite rare nowadays. But some, something like that, you know, we can yep. do, we can do stuff like that. We've got the targets. We've got the yep. We've got like Simon's experience is fantastic. Your your experience, mm. our limited experience. Um, but it's just time mm. and, and finding that place. Yep. But, um it'll happen, I think. Well, I, I think what's good now is that with a couple of events <laughs> around the place and other bits and pieces going on, that that just does seem to be getting a roll on. Mm. Um, which is good. And I think the big thing which I say to guys as well is this is why like I, I was saying to people, if anyone wanted the health and safety plan, yeah, you were just and, fantastic. And Simon's, Simon's done similar things for me. He's like yeah. sent him over and we you confer about it. Because it's by having these things organized, it means that there's um, there is something that's just a little bit organized. Yeah, and there's conformity between shoots too, which yep. is good. Yeah, it's a safe, big thing for me, for all of us, is I've got the driving force as a safety thing. It's mm. just that it's a safe well, it's place down for to, people it? to go and shoot and enjoy this, yeah. this sport, basically. Yeah, yep. and, and, and promoting it in a, well, safe but yeah. positive light as well. Yep. The, the more, like we go back to the more events that you, you're doing, mm. um, like you can, when you're going for your, your, your MSSAs, because yep. they won't really accept goat culling as a reason now, because it was just this generic excuse for why you needed an R15. Yeah. With, um, you know, clippazines, big thirty yep. round clippazines, big mm-hmm. evil pistol grips and stuff. So, but now, like, if you've got events, they say, "No, listen, we're a member of the Taranaki Long Range Shooters," mm-hmm. or I'm doing 
um, precision rifle events up in Auckland. I'm yep. doing this down here. There's, there's your reason. Yeah. Reason that you need need that firearm because mm. you've, you've got a sporting class for it. Whereas before, very limited um, sports. Things well, that was the thing when I got my endorsement. It was simply I'm doing. It was not easy, but I was doing pistol. There was a three-gun, multi-gun group there, so I was like, well, I'm going to get into three-gun, multi-gun as perfect, well. Perfect, perfect for um, now. But then we've got, we got a lot of guys with ease too who aren't members of the pistol club. Yeah. Because our pistol club is, it's, it's, it is really focused, not that I've been there in several years, but focused towards handguns. Right. Not so much, the rifle, it's limited. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Like I say, it's just the nature of some of the clubs, and it's um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's good, I, and it, it's good now. There's more people coming through who are bridging that whole social media modern side of things, you know, and that's what needs to. I think has been the challenge with some of the older shooting disciplines is bridging over into that, that yeah. modern modern yeah. side of things. Well, we get interest from guys from the NZDA who who want to shoot gongs because they yeah. the only thing they'll do is um twenty two steel silhouette and then. The rest of the shooting season, they're shooting paper. Yeah, um, I'm not really. I don't really enjoy shooting paper that much. Mm. I sighting in. Yeah, low development, cool. I have enjoyed using electronic um, those flash yep. Harry sensor targets that yep. you watch on your phone. But other than that, I like shooting gongs. I like that mm. that noise, that report. Yep. Um, it's good fun. <laughs> uh, but and and and, and we're, we're getting guys now who are in their sixties coming to our shoots. You know, mm. we had a guy the other day at the gun show. Talking to one of our guys, he said, what should I buy? And our guy said, well, I've just got this Bagara, the one mm. we talked about earlier. This, this, you can do this, this. He went to hunting and fishing. They didn't have one, so he drove all the way to Wanganui. <laughs> this is just after talking. I'm not kidding you. He came back in the next day and go, we bought one. We got one. He bought one. He, bought, I don't know, he must have bought a scope. He bought reloading gear, bought everything. Yep. And then a week later, we had our next shoot. And he was there shooting. Mm. And he he, um, he said next time he's going to bring 150 rounds. Yep. And he'll use them all, so... And he's from a small ball background. Yep. And never really done that before. Yep. So it's it's cool. It's um it's not, no, that's right. I'm used to it now. I'm just all yeah. It's all good. Mm. Uh, yeah. so website's up. Yep, website's up, it's doing good. It's still in its early stages. But that's there right. there is the one good thing that Lee's done on there, there's an emailing list. Yeah, okay. So yeah. you can similar to yours, so yep. we can alert guys to events. Because it's easy on Facebook. But guys don't do that. Not everyone does that. Yeah, no. No, some people still don't like Facebook. And we still need to remember, I think, for uh, all of us stuff, is that we're still the um, at the mercy of an algorithm. Oh, yes, definitely. all of that. Definitely. Um, and it's not correct to say that they're necessarily anti-gun, but they have their policies and yeah. they've got their algorithms and it's not necessarily... It's, it's their company they can run. Yeah, they do whatever they want. It's a private company. And that's the good thing with... Another thing for that is it's a backup. Yeah. Because we, we still have problems with people trying to sell firearms on there. I, it's weird, it's, eh? I'm uh, pretty sure you have to read to get your license, but apparently... Oh, sorry, anyway. Yeah, that, and I, so we, we have that, and, and we, we, we monitor it because we, we don't want to lose the page. No. Over, like... The... So we... So it's sort of... I was a almost tempted not to say this, but, you know, really, <laughs> Precision Shoot has been running for quite a while, and mm. never had a single problem with that. And yeah. I... I think, well, no, I know what it is. It's a page because people can't necessarily post yeah. onto it. I mean, you can message on there. I don't lock. You can message and it turns up, but it, yeah. Yeah, oh, we got guys, oh, it's not a rifle, it's ammunition. And you know, it's kind of, you know, we generally, we, for a long time, give people warnings, <laughs> but it's getting to the point now where we've just got a bit, a bit more just, cutthroat on I, it. I used to, 
I wrote a post a while ago about it, you know, about the Illuminati and it's Facebook, you know, they're not trying to ban guns and everything like that. And it's mm. just the whole notion that guys were like, oh, but we're in a secret group and we'll call this. It's like, you, you do realize that like Facebook runs on their server. Yeah. They can They'll see everything. Keyword, everything. <laughs> and then you've also got the other side too. You, you can't assume that say like what our page has got 800 members. Yeah. Um, not everyone on there is into firearms. Yeah. You, you more than likely have people off uh, stuff.co.nz, keep, you know, because they're they journalists. It's yeah. what they do. Just they don't a very good job at it, but it's what they do. Yeah. Um, so I shouldn't say that. Not all of them do. Um, and There we go. And, yeah. and then you've got, you might have anti-gun people. Yeah. Who, who, who take pleasure in shutting down Facebook groups mm. where people meet and yep. get together. So we just try and... Because other pages, other New Zealand pages, do allow it, and they try and skirt the rules. Yeah, um, uh, we're not interested in doing that. Well, there's, there's trade me, and there's, there's the firearms yeah. trader for that stuff. Yeah, and unfortunately, you won't win because they've got rooms of people that do mm. it. It's just, it's and you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It's and we, we, to, to us, we're not provo- we, we don't, we've not built what we've built for, for you to get extra views on mm. your firearm you're trying to sell like that's not what we've yeah. done it for um, like that's what we don't want people just like we have we've had several businesses just come on join and they start advertising on it yeah. and that's not what yep. we do like we're happy to work with a, a company they can either help out with a shoot or they can give deals mm. on the page specific but we're not interested in just you putting up your sales no. we don't want to spam people with yep. unnecessary stuff yeah and and again, taking advantage of what we've built for your own gain. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah. yeah, which I've observed of years of sort of just talking. What is good is finally a lot of those importers, even the traditional ones, are now seeing the value of social media. Oh, I'll, I'll put it that way. Is yeah. that even years ago, I've had companies who flat out said, we will never advertise with you, right? Basically, we don't see the point of it. Mm. And this was talking about Facebook <coughs> content marketing. And now they're starting to turn around, and it's like, oh yeah, actually we do see the point. Well, look of it. how many people look at it. It's, yeah. it's it's like social media, like it's fantastic for the shooting sports, but it's horribly addictive. Well, it's the engineered to be. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, and so you wake up in the morning, you check it. Yeah, yeah. And then you you know you. It's, but, it's so, 100 engineered to be addictive to to keep your eyes just scrolling down that that's page. That's what I mean. So and that's why I, I this is the challenge I have is working. Essentially, it's like. Business is not quite the right term, but it's like a work thing for me that, and mm. that I am putting con- trying to put content out there, and I still get caught up scrolling through. And next thing I'm like, not cat videos, but I'm scrolling through. I'm like, I came on here to put yeah. a post up or to organise a video or something. I've just been scrolling through, watching mm. absolute drivel. Yeah. I make sure if I'm writing anything, I write it out of Facebook, yeah. and then I paste, I paste yeah. it because I do the same thing. I well, I actually had a plugin for a while that turned off the Facebook timeline. And oh, then yeah. I was missing out on some of the other news of what was going on yeah. with the other stuff. So yeah. it's um, oh, it's definitely and it's like I like I said, I only just been on Facebook for a couple of years, but for the shooting, oh, it's it's for been connecting great. people, yeah, yeah. for for and politics when it comes to firearms yeah. legislation, events. Like I said, this wouldn't have started if we hadn't seen Simon's post yeah. about they're going out to Tirana. So mm. it's, it's it is good. It's just like I say, just. Keeping it, it's still got to work for us on the page. Yeah, we don't like some of the other pages. They just um, we try to stay away from it for the most part. But they just pictures of ladies in their undies and mm. and and all that, which is fine. They can do that. But we try and 
Like yeah. put shooting photos and yep. uh, a lot of reloading talk um, and that kind of thing, more yep. so than just um, soft well, core stuff. There was a. Um, Oh, there's pages for that and anyway. Yeah, no, no, so it's, that's it's cool. Thing. Well, that's, that's the thing. thing. There is, there that, is already, there's their yeah, place. Yeah. And it's not what we're But it was a big thing for me and I still occasionally, um, not struggle with it, but I just remind, remind people, it was like, again, Precision Shooter started, it was like, for a long time, it was just like, guys were just posting up about long range hunting. And there was like putting up photos of the animals they shot and saying, mm. no, no, guys, we're not, I'm not saying hunting is not a valid use for it, but we are focused on the sporting side yeah. of it. There's things that cross over to hunting. I'm not saying that you won't even use exactly the same rifle, but this is sporting shooting. Yeah, which is which is good because New Zealand firearms content is content is very a more traditional media though, heavily slated towards hunting. Yeah, um, which is one of the reasons. And this isn't purely a plug because they help us, but mm. NZ Guns and Hunting Magazine they try and cover the yep. the spectrum. Yep. The from everything from uh, antique arms. Um, machine guns, hunting, events, mm. reviews on all sorts of things. So you get that that broad coverage instead of just like with some of the other magazines which are purely just um, pig hunting or deer yeah. hunting. Yeah. Which for some people, oh, they love it. They obviously sell them. But for me, it's well, not what I'm interested in. But I think that's that's what what is just important for people to remember. Again, it goes back to the, even the, the reason people have firearms are very wide. You know, yeah. they may be sporting, they might be hunting, and mm. sometimes a lot of hunters have got no interest in doing competition. Oh, no, com- no, some well, that's, some that's, competition shooters got no interest that's in the, ever the going majority hunting. of the firearms license holders in yep. New Zealand are not interested in what mm. we do, mm. which is a shame. But that's just the way it is. They, yeah. they want to shoot goats, they want to shoot, try and shoot some deer, yep. ducks, blah, blah, blah. Mm. That's what they want to do. But, like you say, keep. But then again, we have say hunting photos on our page, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what I mean. But like if it was ducks, like if someone, yeah, you're going out and shooting a hundred ducks, that's probably not so relevant to what we yeah. do on our page. Albeit, I am I am very pro all firearms usage. Mm. Rephrase: I'm pro legal firearms usage <laughs> in New Zealand. I hate for words to be twisted. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like all of it. Like even if, if we had, like obviously I, I like military stuff. If we had guys, so when this, this club happens, which is slowly happening now, if there's enough guys, hey, can we do a military shoot? We mm. were just shooting, you know, bolt action Mausers and 303s and stuff. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. If, if people want to do it, we'll do it. It's, mm. If it's safe, it's legal. Yeah. And, and, and there's interest. We want to make it happen. Organize it. Because then it's, you know, it's, mm. it's good fun. Yeah. That's and that's the main thing. Like yep. we. You got to remember, we don't have to have a reason to have said yep. firearm. You can want. Hmm. That's how the law works. So, you know, you can have an old three hundred three that you purely bring out once every four years hmm. and blow some cobwebs out of it and yep. realize how heavy they are. And, <laughs> you know, and, and and you can want to do that, and that's that's the fun thing. So that's what we really want to do is just push that. Yeah, and and also the the modern. There's a lot of it's the modern firearms, um, the ARs and, and the AKs and the, well, it sounds bad, but the what you see in America, it's mm. like, so it's very popular. It's yep. fun. Yep. You know, the, the road, they, the rowboat the other day, they're shooting out of that little <laughs> rowboat. That was fantastic. And it was done in a safe way. <laughs> it was done in a safe way. That's the hard thing. You figure out it's safe. Yeah. But it was, it was that, that was the interesting, and that's what because Matt had and James we had talked about it before doing something like that. But yeah, it's just like yeah, it's just but you notice there's ROs everywhere. 
Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But that's that becomes that next thing and now that's I can see that's where Simon's starting to go, where he's starting to move and I've talked to Simon about it, <laughs> the notion of the ROs on every stage versus the, the travelling ROs. Yeah. It's just, um, I guess it's hard because then you've kinda of got you gotta staff it. More volunteers, more content. Yeah. But that's the we'll see. But, but that's, it'll get I guess like Simon's shoots are selling out. Yeah. So yep. they're getting more and more popular. So it's gonna be easier. Like yep. I I I I volunteer to help him, but he generally doesn't need it. Yeah. And he, he works with us, lends us targets. Yeah. We we do little things for him here and there and yep. try and work together. So it's So he really he started it all on Taranaki, if you ask me. Mm. For 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 what we do. Yep. Um it's been good. It's been real good. It's fun. Mm. Um, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's fun. Yeah. Like most of my Saturday mornings, I'm grinding targets and <laughs> fixing things. But it's all right. I could be still playing PlayStation. Yeah, well, yeah. But like, like <laughs> but then again, but like, I have heaps of evenings <coughs> oh. shooting guns. It's, yeah. it's great for, especially now that it's summer and it's, it's, we're getting like a week of sun that we get in Taranaki. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's just neat. Like, like yesterday, we shot for about an hour, five of us. My wife came up. Yep. to do a bit of practice for the, the competition tomorrow and it was, it was just really good fun nice calm calm weather and yep. everyone was actually hitting things it's, well it's the other thing it's also another way of getting people outdoors it, it is which is the other thing I sometimes think about it's just like yeah I'm, I'm outdoors tomorrow yeah. we're going to spend the day walking around the top of a hillside or anything yeah. so you know I even we sometimes just go and look like I'll go right, walk across the farm or I'll just go sit on the hill and just with my rangefinder and just look for different places to put targets or yeah uh, we go look at other properties for future shoots and, mm -hmm. and see different parts of New Zealand. Go to go to Tai Happy and walk around and have some hills you'd never ever see otherwise. Yeah, um, you know it's 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 cool. It is cool. And then what it comes back to meeting other cool people too. Mm. I love that side of it. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be awesome. Thank you very much, man. No worries. Hopefully, you can edit some sense out of all of that rambling. <laughs> So guys, that was the first of our long-form interviews that we're going to be doing more of for the Trigonometry Show. If you enjoyed it, please share, let people know about it. It does a great deal of good helping us grow and uh, helping promote the shooting sports on the whole. Please head over to our main website, psnz.info, where you'll find more links and more information about some of the subjects we talked about, and um, also pop over to our Facebook page, Precision Shooter. Thanks again for listening.